0: Good morning, everyone. When I was thinking about um, what to talk about, for some reason, uh, probably it's something I'm trying to understand more clearly, the idea of disappointment came up, being disappointed, which in, in some way is, we kind of make, in some ways make light of, disappointed. I'm disappointed because they didn't have something I wanted. They didn't have my flavor of ice cream at the store.
1: But um, there are much,
0: although that's part of it, there are much deeper, deeper kinds of disappointment we all know.
1: Disappointed that um, we don't seem to be getting it together as human beings around the environment. Disappointment that um, we're still fighting over foolish things.
0: Disappointment that um, we might have disappointment in our families. And this kind of, there's so many ways that we can have deeper disappointment. And that kind of disappointment, when I feel that disappointment in my body, it's not light at all. It's very um, deep. And in some ways,
1: more than painful, it's disorienting. Opens up giant questions. And in some ways, I think it's easier to feel anger, sadness, um, go to all kinds of forms of judgment than it is to just feel the raw disappointment.
0: And so I became very curious about this word because it's a strange word, actually, disappointment. The opposite of being appointed or being or appointment. And, and so in, try, in, in, in trying to understand it in my own body, and then what is this word referring to and how can those things come together and make sense out of each other? There are kind of two ways we talk about appointment. One is you're appointed to a position. You're appointed to some place in a hierarchy. You're appointed to a job, whatever that is. And then the other one is, is a room being appointed well, or a space being the way we ready things up and make a, or make a room nice or make a space nice or make a space inviting. Something's well-appointed. A room is well appointed. A house is well appointed. And when I was thinking about those two together, this point is that um, it's about a place. It's about making a place, about creating a place, creating a place or a position for someone. Creating a place in which we are in a home or a place we go. It's about appointment. Is about. It seems to share
1: this characteristic of making a place to be appointed. So disappointment (laughs) then is in some ways about losing one's place. Losing a
0: place. And when I feel into disappointment in these very big ways, that is kind of what it feels like. It's like I don't know my place anymore. When I say I'm disappointed in that, human beings don't seem to be able to. Res- well, we seem to be lacking, or at least governments, or I don't know. Who, I don't who to, to make the object of that but the um, when i really feel the disappointment in that i lose my
1: place i don't
0: know who i am in that i don't know where i am in that i don't know where to orient in that if i admit of a child which is very hard to do if a child admits disappointment in their parents. Easy, easier to be angry, easier to be um, all kinds of things than to deeply feel disappointment that what was needed wasn't there or who I thought someone was wasn't. Harder to feel, harder to admit because then whom? What is where is my how do I find my place in that disappointment with parents in that way? Who am I in that situation? How do I orient? How do I orient if I'm disappointed that I've been betrayed by a friend? How do I orient? It cuts through. It's even before, in some ways, when I experience it myself, it's even before the grief. It's the immediate goneness of the relationships that oriented me.
1: And then we're there, disappointed. In
0: some ways, disappointment could be a, uh, um, an arguable translation for Dutta. Like
1: the um, the dissatisfaction that is a mark of human life.
0: But that kind of stays up, that can stay up here as a a theoretical framework to really let that trickle down into the whole of the body and to
1: feel the... um, the impact of a world where we can't we don't know how to orient ourselves
0: and again it's almost before it's 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 almost before any kind of for me when i feel into this it's almost before any kind of easily discernible pain,
1: It's um, that comes after. It's it's just the sharpness in the pit of the stomach of,
0: I don't know what people call the pit of the stomach. Maybe they call it down here. This isn't really the stomach, but um, when I think pit of the stomach, I think here Um, that I don't know what I am in that moment. You know, when the Buddha says to us, all of human experience is marked by dukkha, when we let that into our body completely, how do we orient with that? The easy, the easy, this is good, this is bad, these are the reliable people, these are not the reliable people, all of that. No, all of that's going to be marked by dukkha. All of that way of understanding the world is going to have this
1: quality of disappointment.
0: And some of that disappointment is going to be easily trackable to grasping. You know, I'm disappointed something's not there that I want. Um, And you could say at the deepest level, these bigger disappointments are about grasping. But they're also just about... It's like when Dogen talks about um, even after liberation, there's this poignant relationship of life.
1: is still,
0: no matter what, no matter how liberated one is from grasping um, what's arising and falling away, there is this
1: um, ache of connection. I
0: can feel foolishness, can feel harm, can feel can feel love and joy and connection and can feel the 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 um
1: what we miss what we're not ready for what we don't know how to do how we
0: let ourselves down being disappointed in ourselves is really hard Feeling the disappointment. And I want to make a distinction between feeling disappointment and being disappointed in something, because I think that disappointed in is a slightly different thing. That disappointed in someone is um, like they should have done something and they didn't do it. It can move into judgment in a simple way. I'm this is the this is before the judgment. This is the just uh, something I didn't
1: live up to my intention and, and I felt it. I just felt it as that first dislocation, that first... But this bigger, not... Um, this deeper not having a place, this deeper um, feeling of being disoriented when we're disappointed of not knowing what is, um, what's the foundation, what's the ground. Everything that we do to avoid that sense, that certainly is (laughs) dukkha.
0: But to think of disappointment as potentially a way to the moment of disappointments, maybe all the little disappointments are this too. Maybe the moment they don't have the, the, the little thing that we want that isn't there. We don't, maybe, we're, maybe we don't know our place in that moment for a split second as we're recalibrating what it is we're going to do next. And, um,
1: and for disappointment to be a way into living with
0: our place being removed, the way we understood who we were, the way we needed to understand who we are, the way we needed to understand other people, the way we needed to understand the world, and in order to feel um, a place, maybe disappointment is a way into that placelessness. Maybe disappointment is a home-leaving Maybe disappointment is a
1: door through which we go to begin to really understand home
0: leaving, And to not blame the other person for the disappointment or blame the situation for the disappointment, but to recognize that actually the ground that we felt in those things being appointed in the way they were wasn't ever there. And so we can, um, we can feel into that as a place for um, our own liberation. Now, the thing that gets very tricky is that disappointment is really hard to tolerate. And so we um, can often, I've sorry, I, this is, can happen for me regularly, we can often make it about something in which we are disappointed. They've done something wrong. It's not their karma, they've done something wrong. We can't feel it. In those situations, it's very hard to feel that this is uh, is another beings or this is karma unfolding in a particular way that we have, say, a bodhisattva intention around that we're going to support in realization, but rather there is a disappointment and they've done something wrong. And this can get very big. We can even move into a a space of not only have they done something wrong, the disappointment, if it's strong enough, not only have they done something wrong, there's something wrong with them.
1: They're marked by it.
0: So, so there are there are kind of there are many ways, but I want to talk about two ways we can go at this moment, and there are two words that are related to each other. Um, one is karma. At that moment of disappointment, we can we can take that disappointment as our own groundlessness and respond to another being as somebody who is unfolding as karma, or so karma is from this root, goes way, 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 way back in in the Vedic tradition. And it is related to a word that um, directly is a cognate of a word that is in our tradition, that is in the, that came up through the, I should say in the tradition of the English language and all of the other language, which is the word that's related to it as a cognate is crime. So a direct cognate of karma is the English word crime. Now, what do they have in common? They have in common, we take this for granted because in um, in the, um, what I'm about to say they have in common, we kind of take for granted because it's been a part of the Indo-European or some people call Indo-Aryan civilizations from, from a long way back, which is the notion that there is an individual who, 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 who doesn't an act and that act has fruits. And crime and karma share this idea Now they have gone in very different directions. With karma, we kind of understand that the fruits of the actions are going to be born of the actions themselves. And we can recognize that, <laughs> we can recognize that if someone does something that the fruits will, will, will happen. And um, in the case of crime, the way crime has come to be we believe that those fruits need to be administered and put on the person for their actions. We don't trust that karma's crime is going to do it. We think that something happened, there's a crime. We need to put the state or somebody needs to administer those actions from the outside for the world to be right, for the world to be just. And at, the, and, and at the moment of disappointment, we can go in either direction. We can have a sense of uh, a karmic world where something's happened and there, this is unfolding, or we can have a sense of, and we all very, can very easily fall into a crime mentality, even if we're not thinking of it that way, which is something needs to be done to this person. I need to withdraw my attention. I need to stay away from them. I need to yell at them. I need to course correct their life in some way for being disappointing to me. We can come from the energy of
1: um, crime. Somebody's committed a crime.
0: Now this is not to say that um, some people don't may or may not, who knows, that, that there aren't wise responses to people who cause harm. I'm not saying any of that. But I'm talking about our own intentionality. And there is a difference between um,
1: care and containment of karma and punishment of crime. I have to contain my own karma. Sometimes I have to care for and contain my own karma. Um, I don't think I need to punish it. I don't think
0: that's particularly helpful. So for so for us at those those moments of not, it's so destabilizing when we lose our place when we're deeply disappointed, when we don't know how to respond. It's so destabilizing that it is much, a a way to regain stabilization, a way to regain a place is to find fault it puts everything back in order again, instantaneously, instantly. There's now a relationship, I can rely on it. There's a fault there, the pain was caused by that person, we're done. Everything is now stable. If I don't find fault, when I'm without a place in that way, if I say, okay, there's karmas coming together, there's one person's comic unfolding, there's another person's conditions coming there. these things are coming together. If I don't find fault, I don't have the ground. Anymore. And so I have to sit in groundlessness with what just happened. I have to be in groundlessness with what just happened. Ooh, but there's such a strong need to find ground. I have to find ground. There is a wrongdoer
1: here. There is a criminal.
0: And the difference between karma and the crime idea is karma, at least the way we understand it in Buddhism, karma is not something that, um, you know, if 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 two folks' karmic dispositions come together in interaction, there is no objective view that says which one is like the wrong one. But with a criminal, there is. With crime, we can say everybody agrees this person's wrong. We're going to do something. Right? So we love, we love the stability of the crime frame. We're very uncomfortable with the instability of the karmic frame. That leaves the heart open for everyone involved. Because with the karmic frame, with the karmic frame, what joins, the activity that can join is another kir, which is karuna, compassion can join, compassion activity can join, right? So there's this other activity that can come into play when we stay with that instability, when we stay with that groundlessness that allows a loving and compassionate response to be present, this takes a lot of stability, to be present with all the groundlessness and the hurt of the groundlessness and the not knowing to just be able to be with, I don't know what this life is doing and I don't understand
1: why there is so much pain. And I'm never going to resolve that. That is unresolvable. And when that becomes unresolvable, deep in our bodies, unresolvable, then compassion can come completely forward because we're not trying to lock it down.
0: Compassion just blooms out of that, I don't have any idea what to do.
1: And you can even
0: say, or you can even feel in that, the love, right? Just, you can feel the love in, I don't have any idea what to do. If you've ever been in arguments with somebody we care about, <laughs> and it gets to that point, it's kind of a miraculous point where both people realize they don't have any idea what's going on right now, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> you know, because it's it's like, it is that is the moment. That's the moment where care and compassion can actually be born. There's no place for it prior to that moment. Everybody knows and argument, and then you just hit this wall and you're just like, what are we doing?
1: and everything that's sure falls
0: away. And the bodies take breaths and an actual conversation starts to be born.
1: Because in some ways that's the only thing we can do is be in conversation.